0: I'm Dr. Ward Bond and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness episode number 23. We talk with world diabetes advocate, filmmaker, and chef Charles Maddox, so stay tuned for this Life-Changing Wellness episode.
1: This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness.
0: Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, before we start today's program, head over to iTunes after the interview, rate it high, and leave a very kind review and tell all of your family and friends. I would greatly appreciate that, and I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest today is world diabetes advocate, Charles Maddox, who is best known as TV's The Poor Chef and is regularly seen on Dr. Oz, The Today Show, and scores of media around the world. Charles is a published author for the American Diabetes Association with the budget-friendly Fresh and Local Diabetes Cookbook. And being the nephew of the late reggae legend Bob Marley, Charles has been a tireless advocate for the people. Charles has been a major force in diabetes since he was diagnosed eight years ago. And Charles is also a multiple award-winning film director and producer. And he's the creator, the executive producer, and host of the first ever diabetes reality documentary TV series, Reverse D, which is currently being aired nationwide on the Discovery Life channel. Respected by many in the industry, Reverse D is currently shaking up the diabetes world with its message of love, hope, inspiration, education, restoration, and of course, its positive vibes. Following this success and being a relentless advocate, Charles also plans on releasing a documentary which chronicles his life with diabetes titled The Diabetic You. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Charles Maddox. Welcome wow. to the show. If I could have that
1: intro, if I could have that intro every time I step out on stage, man, I'd be a happy man.
0: Well, you just give me a call, and I'll do it for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: or I'll I'll, I'll, re, I'll record it for you, and that way you can play it as you step out on stage. I know, so I know, you know, I, you know, if El, if Elvis was alive, I would love to do his intro. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, let's wow, let me thank ask you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, let me uh, let me ask you this. You know, share with us your rise. Uh, when you became a celebrity chef,
1: you know I, that. Yeah, I started off, and I never meant to to do that. I, I literally started off in music in, in New York. I wanted to do something, you know, and and music was just the, the the quickest thing that I thought, and um was was probably out in the streets of New York running around chasing every musical dream that I could, and and uh, and and that kind of went good, you know. I bumped into working with some. Some great people like LL and, and, and some other well-known people and became very good friends with them. And, and then I wanted to be on Sesame Street because I had a, I just had my son and I thought, you know, I had a manager and she knew an agent. And next thing you know, I was going on these auditions and I was booking this stuff. I didn't even know what I, what I was doing. And so that kind of started off on the road as far as film and music and stuff like that and television. And then, um, it moved to Los Angeles and, had great success out there in television and film. Then moved to, to, to back to moved to Florida um, to be closer to my mother because I felt like you know what I hadn't seen her really in, in, in some time and uh, just wanted to be close to my mother, and my brother. So I was just literally just taking care of my son. I wasn't going to work for a while and or do anything for a while. And and just one day we were walking into a restaurant. He said, you know, wouldn't it be cool to see real people on? tv making real meals and at that point it 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 was a lot more iron chef type shows on and not really you know a lot of what you see now but uh i thought yeah it'd be cool and you know and i came up with this name which is the poor chef because in a sense we all are chefs and you know we all are on a budget you know it's like being the broke doctor you know you're still a master at whatever you do but you know you're on a budget but uh and it just really took off uh and um you know, uh, it, it went from one thing to the next, and uh, I just ran with it, and, and uh, you know, and that's really how I got my start as far as doing that, you know?
0: Well, where did you get interested in actually cooking?
1: Well, you know, coming from a Caribbean family, you know, uh, especially like, let's say, in Jamaica, you know, most of the men, if you go to the restaurants or or, or even at home, most of the men do the cooking. So. You know, I had a a beautiful grandma who, you know, passed away from Alzheimer's, but uh she she would teach me how to cook when I went by a house and you know, my aunties and, and uh my dad was actually a really good cook too as well. So I kinda I learned that from him.
0: Well then, you know, when now well let's talk about when you were diagnosed with diabetes. What what was your mindset yeah. when you got that diagnosis?
1: Terrifying. Terrified because you know, I knew nothing about diabetes, and that was the scary part. I mean, literally, I knew nothing about diabetes. And you would figure that, you know, a uh, black male, you know, in his in his 30s, should know something about diabetes. And um, um, I really was uneducated uh, fully. And um, you know what what happened? It was literally I was just over a weekend, and I was just using the bathroom a little bit too much. And I thought, man, you know, of course, you know, like most of us, we start self-diagnosing ourselves and and coming up with all kinds of scenarios. And I'm like, man, maybe I got a bladder infection or, 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 you know, what's going on, you know? So I figured it was on a Saturday and I I thought, you know what, let me just go down to a local doctor and give him a hundred bucks, you know, to walk in clinic and tell him some story and he'll give me some antibiotics or something, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, yeah, he came back and said, uh, you know, uh, do you have a history of diabetes or family history of diabetes? And I was like, I was just terrified. I literally was shaking. I mean, I knew nothing about it. I thought, man, now I have a disease. I mean, you know, that's nothing, you know, it's nothing to, uh, you know, to, to, to take lightly. And, um, he said, basically, I can give you medication. And I thought, wow. I mean, where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? Because I, I had good insurance and I had a doctor I was seeing regularly. And uh, so I literally I got in my friend's car, didn't even mention what the doctor had said and uh, went home and, and just started to research and dig and figure out what the heck was going on. And, um, you know, I knew I wasn't going to take the medication. Um, I don't know why, but I just because obviously, you know, I think that's part of, the issue with people and and medication and and not taking the medication the way they should because it's not explained to them. So at that point, I I said, you know what, I wanted to utilize what I was doing with the whole celebrity chef thing and kind of tell my story as somebody who was recently diagnosed what those steps would look like if you were trying to change your life or figure out you know, what to do. So not to keep talking, but I just I wanted to create maybe like a 30 minute piece that I would try to get on, like, let's say, local PBS or something like that, or whatever, and uh, it just really just took off from there.
0: Well, I kind of agree with you, but let me ask you this: Were you diagnosed with type one or type two? Type two, type two, type two. Okay, you know, and you and what I like about you being so open and honest about this, especially being a celebrity chef, you know, we, you know, millions of people across the country you know, watch all the cooking shows. You know, the Food Network is extremely popular. And, but no one really addresses food and health. You know, sometimes people tell you never trust a skinny chef. And, you uh, and we see where a lot of them are not. But at the same time, you know, even, uh, you know, I think I, I really don't see a whole lot of them out there stepping forward in wanting to improve health by the foods that we eat. And so I, I'm, I'm very happy and uh, excited that you stepped out to say, Hey, look, you know, diabetes is a problem. And I know because I talk to a lot of people, especially in the African-American community that they deal heavily with diabetes and high blood pressure. And those are problems. And I'm glad that you're addressing that.
1: Yeah, thanks. I mean, like I said, I was kind of thrust into it, and, and, and to be honest with you, I was, you know, the first the first person I had to look at was myself. I mean, I literally went home and and looked in the mirror, and I was like, "Dude, you need to, you know, get it together. You need to lose a couple pounds. You need to change." Because I was I was in the gym every day, but I was one of these guys who was just like doing all all, you know weights and, 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 and chest and arms and all of that kind of stuff. I didn't do any cardio, you know, it was like, so I said, you know what, I'm going to stop going to the gym and I'm just going to focus on cardio. So I just focused on, on just walking and then, then jogging and running. And, and then I also looked at my diet and, you know, I, I, I remember thinking that, uh, ginger ale was better for me because it had ginger in it. And I'm like, you know, I don't know where that <laughs> that thought process came from. And then also, you know, contributing factors of diabetes, and stress, and, and, uh, lack of sleep. And at that point, I think I was, you know, just working all hours of the night. And then, you know, I had a, a daughter who was, who was, you know, there. And, and at that time of the night, you know, if you're, if you're up at two o'clock in the morning working, you're not gonna make a salad, you know what I'm saying, so I was eating you know probably some processed meats and breads and and and, and all kind of other things, so you know, um, I really had to look at myself first, you know
0: well, well, Charles, let me ask you this because with with being diagnosed with diabetes and you had been you know, you're this celebrity chef, how much research did you have to do on your own to learn to start changing maybe some of the recipes that you cooked and created to make them more diabetic friendly? I
1: had to do all my research because I, I didn't know what it, you know, I didn't know what uh, a uh, diabetes educator was. I didn't know what an endocrinologist was. I didn't know what any of that was. And And the internet was even more confusing. So initially what I did is I remember saying, man, what, you know, what should I do? And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do, I'm going to do it God's way. And I said, you know what, you can't go wrong with, with, uh, fruits and vegetables and, and water and, and maybe some lean meat, you know? Um, so I, I literally just did that and probably lost about 20 pounds just in, it seemed like in maybe about a month, you know, just from, just from changing my diet. So I kept it I kept it very natural and very simple. Um cut back on on uh what I you know, the amounts that I was eating, not that, that I was over overeating, but just, you know, didn't eat any processed foods or fried food and I was never really into that, but I just think that being more cognizant of, of of your health and what you were putting in your mouth is is something that's key. And I'm sure you see that on a regular basis. I do too as well. We work with people who you know, think that they're healthy or think that they're somewhat healthy, and then they realize that, you know, they really aren't that healthy, and, um, you know,
0: so. Well, walk us through how you created the new hit TV show, Reverse the D.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. Well, you know what? Um, it started It started when uh, I was uh, I was in a Walmart parking lot, and uh, I saw a big red bus, and I thought, wow, why don't they have one of those for, for diabetes? So, I reached out to you know some some companies that you know were big in diabetes, and I said, "Hey, I want to create something like this, and I want to go across the country and, and educate people." So I literally locked myself in my room for about a month trying to figure out how I was going to raise this money to buy this you know, hundred thousand dollar rV and and go across the country and do all this kind of stuff and, uh, and I, was, I was fortunate enough to to, to, to make that happen with uh, Shire. Which is a big you know, nutraceutical company, and uh, oh, yeah. um, and while I was on the road, I I realized I wasn't reaching anybody. You know, well, yeah. You know, while we may do morning shows and things like that, and and it was in the you know newspapers and things, but we really, you know, it, when you think about the over thirty plus million in America, I mean, we might have been reaching less than one percent of one percent of one percent. So uh, I thought, you know, how what would be the best way to reach these people and Let's face it, most of these people are at home. They're sitting on there. There's somebody sitting on their couch right now eating something they shouldn't be eating, watching some show uh, that they sh- probably shouldn't be watching, like, you know, Maury Povich or something like that. And uh, so the best way to reach them was in their homes. So I, I, I thought, you know what, now let me make a, a reality show that could um, could reach them where they where they sat and educate them. And allow all the modalities, such as endocrinology, dietitian, nutritionist, trainer, um, uh, you know, therapist, everything that they needed to see right there and then, so that they didn't have to jump from doctor to doctor to location to location, getting an appointment on one day, not being able to see that other doctor until two, three weeks later, and this, that, and other thing. So, and I'll also be inspired by people just like them, because. Uh, you know the best. The best inspiration comes from someone who you could look at, who you could relate to, and say, you know what, wow, they went through it, um, and they're overcoming, and they're you know, being successful at it. Is is something that uh, it, it means more to you than a doctor who may only give you five minutes of his of your time, and that's rush time, and and you're sent out the door with just uh, some medication and see you in three months. You know, so. Um, that's really how we got to creating the, the the reality show, and that wasn't easy too. As well, I mean that. Trust me, you know. Unfortunately, I would like to live in a world where I, I believe that you know a show like this would have people beating down my door from pharmaceutical to nutraceutical companies saying, "How can we be a part?" But you know, we live in a, a a world where that's you know that's not a reality because even though we don't talk about reversing diabetes at all, because it's about reversing the mental, physical, spiritual, emotional state of the person. But I think just at times people hear the word reversed and I'm sure for a pharmaceutical company, that word is terrifying (laughs) for them. So I I agree.
0: um, I agree. There's no, there's no money in a cure. (laughs) Oh, I understand. (laughs) Yeah. There's, yeah, there's definitely no money in a cure and I hate to say that, but you know, we both live in the reality that sometimes money has the tendency to overpower truth. And you know diabetes is a major, major uh, disease condition in this country. And the number one cause, especially for type 2, is the food that we eat. And that's why I'm you know. impressed with your chef background and that you've taken you've taken this uh, this platform to educate people. Because really, to reverse diabetes or to even prevent it really starts at home, doesn't it?
1: It does. It does. It starts with, uh, number one, discipline. I think discipline is key to life, you know, whether it's diabetes or what you eat or weight loss or, or whatever it is. It's, it's discipline. And it started, like I said, with me, with, number one, looking myself in that physical and emotional mirror and saying, hey, what do you need to do? And how do you get there? And um, so that was the first step, you know.
0: Well, yeah. Well, what uh, what are your thoughts? You know, share with us your thoughts on the state of diabetes and how can we all work together to stem the tide and educate more people about the condition? Oh,
1: I, I think, and I'm just being honest, and I'm a very positive person, but it, it's a sad state of affairs. And, and, and it's going to stay that way because... Um, you know, I remember being out on the road and, and, uh, with some of the people from the company. And, um, and I remember that by the time we finished, uh, going on, on, uh, some of the stops, some of the people were uh, looking at some other job opportunities. And those job opportunities were at totally different companies that had nothing to do with diabetes. You know, and I guess in my, you know, dreamy mind, I believe that, you know, people work in those companies actually care about diabetes. I'm sure if we would have asked uh, any one of them what diabetes was, even though they worked in a company that uh, had a product that was for diabetes, they couldn't tell me what diabetes was. So we were looking at people who were didn't have passion. This is a job. So whether you work in, you know, an executive position in diabetes or you work in uh, a sales position in, in, in a company that does with di- deals with diabetes. It's a job. You know, if you are the marketing person, you are paid to market, whether it's with Johnson and Johnson or whether it's with uh, a mobile gas station, you know, that's your job is marketing. So I think that there's not a lot of passion in these positions and most people are just trying to hold on to their position, right? They just want to feed themselves Yes.
0: Them yeah. So,
1: we don't have we don't have people who are motivated to really want to make a change. And at the end of the day, it's about stockholders. It's it's like you know when you make movies, um, the actor is actually almost one of the last things you think about, unless it's the top name actor, right? So number one, if you're an executive producer, what do you want to do first? You want to figure out where you're going to get the money. Number two, you want to bring on. Uh, you know, other power players. Then you want to bring on maybe a top name actor. So it's the same thing with diabetes. It's like, you know, the, the stockholders come first, shareholders come first, um, you know, the, getting that drug and creating the excitement for it and, and doing all the the, the the R&D and then, you know, reaching out to to, to the sales force and things like that. The, the patient actually comes last, you know, and almost at last because they're, they're, they're the, they're, they're the, they're the act that it just needs to fill that position, and um, so yeah, that's why you don't see much advertising or marketing or any, any uh, PSAs or any billboards or, or any just information that just says, "Hey, we care," um, not just trying to sell something, but we care. Um, so I think it, it, it you know, it, it's, uh, it's it's in a rough state. And I think people are more excited about the devices, the apps, all that kind of stuff like that. You see all this excitement about new apps and new devices and and all the hoopla, but yet the people of diabetes aren't using anything, you know? That's that's right. You know?
0: Well, you know, it's, it's, well, you know, we have, (laughs) (laughs) well, no, it's true because, you know, there are so many devices out there. Uh, to check blood sugar, and some things are covered by insurance, some things are not. But there's also, you know, certain classes of people that either don't have access to these things, or they don't have the money to obtain these things to help them to properly maintain uh, proper glucose readings. And and at the same time, once they get those readings, they still need the education on the foods. That they need to eat and for a lot of people when they grow up on sugar and bad fats and and eating food that's not full of nutrition it's very difficult for them to break that cycle to start eating foods that can help reverse their diabetic condition especially for type 2 and to actually start losing the weight start feeling better so it's going to take you know like like you said it's going to take so many people to come together to get this message out there but i'm thankful that you were even allowed to even create a television series like reverse d just to get the message started so that's a great platform that you and others can definitely build upon
1: yeah yeah we're excited too i mean you know the great thing about the show is that it works you know and um uh you know when, when when I when I was creating it or thinking about it, it I, I knew that number one the success that we needed to to happen was to transform the person. So, you know, it wasn't about any diets, it wasn't about any 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 exercise, specific exercise or or anything like that. It was really reaching the people, reaching their hearts. And once you reach the heart um you can change anything. You know, um, so you know when these folks got there, they had you know me who even before cared about them. You know, and all were in very very bad positions. I mean, you know, Jerome is on a pacemaker, defibrillator. You know, overweight, he wasn't eating right, didn't exercise at all, couldn't couldn't exercise, didn't want to exercise. I mean, you know, he, uh, he I'm sure he couldn't have walked. Uh, you know, uh, down the block. Margie was the same way, all eating very bad. Margie, I remember. A sweet little Spanish lady. And, uh, she said, first she said she was allergic to green leafy vegetables. Then she said, uh, she didn't like them and, and, you know, and just couldn't walk again. And, and, and Lisa and Roger were in just terrible position. Um, and I've seen her literally Lisa deteriorate one of the guests on the show over the last couple of years to, you know, Roger has all had all kind of amputations, Lisa's wheelchair bound and, and, um, their lives, to be honest with you, were in peril. And, you know, uh, I knew that number one, what we had to do, because let's face it, we all know what we should, shouldn't eat, right? If we go to big, go get a Big Mac, we know we, you know, sitting in that line, we might say, good God, what am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? But uh, it, it tastes so good at times, right? So oh, yeah. what I knew I needed to do was really, yeah, what I needed to do was focus on who they were and, and bring the best out of them, inspire them, give them hope. Them see that life was worth living, and take them to a beautiful place like Jamaica, where they can, you know, see a different life than the four walls that they're invested in, you know. Um, and when I tell you they all have made unbelievable changes, life change changes. It's 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 been magnificent, you know.
0: Oh well, yeah, and that's that's what it takes. And I love hearing. Inspiring stories, and I know that. Now, have you already filmed? Or are you still filming uh, your new documentary, The Diabetic You? No, that's almost done. I mean, I've
1: been filming that literally for a couple of years, from India to the islands, and uh, you know, we uh, we're in editing mode right now. Hopefully, I mean, I've had two rough cuts come by so far, I'm waiting to uh, to see. Uh, you know, we, we should be done in, in about two with that one i'm hoping about two three weeks top so um i'm really excited to get that back out there on the film film festival circuit and win some awards because i think this is going to be a really really powerful one because like i said I've, I've told some stories that would just that just would blow you away and um you know put it together the way it's supposed to be put together i think that it can it can it can it can open some eyes, or at least get some conversation started so um we hope to, like I said, the editing should be done in about two
0: weeks. Well, I can tell you what, Charles, when you get it, when you get it done, and you get ready to do a media push on the, your new documentary, uh, definitely give me a call, and I'd love to have you back for on sure. so we can definitely talk about that.
1: Yeah, I would love
0: that. All right. Well, you know, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the program. And uh, where can uh, people find more about you? I uh,
1: think could just go to my website, which is charlesmaddox dot com charles dot com that's probably the best way because you could also you know link from there to you know any other sites that I have pages and stuff like that that i have so but I definitely want to thank you and encourage those who have diabetes number one uh or any other condition find a doctor who cares you know because there are there are too many that don't take the time. And this is your life. Figure out a plan with that doctor once you find a good one, and uh, make sure that uh, they have your best interest in mind. And uh, work hard um, to make those changes because we only got this one body right here, and God knows it's no fun being
0: sick. All right. Well, th- thank you so much, Charles, and ladies and gentlemen. Definitely take that advice if you have diabetes or you think you do. Definitely go see a qualified healthcare professional. Get checked out. Get your blood sugar checked out. Diabetes is a condition that you do not want to leave untreated. You Food is, can either be your friend or it can be your enemy. But uh, talking with Charles Maddox today about diabetes, so definitely get checked out. It is a life or death type situation, but believe it or not, there are positive steps to take. So that way, your body can be full of life. And that's the exact thing we talk about here on Life-Changing Wellness. So remember to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds, rate the show on iTunes. And the reason being is we want to attract more people like you to the show. And the only way that we can do that is if you rate it, which helps the show get more visibility. And please leave a review as well. And if you could just do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. And also connect with me at drwardbond.com and sign up free for our online class, Healing Remedies and Recipes, to kick off your life-changing wellness. Thank you for listening to today's show. I'm Dr. Ward Bond. Have a healthy and blessed day.